And now, live from Studio One in Castle Bar, it's the Jack McDonald Show. Welcome to the Jack McDonald Show here on CRC FM, and what a great day it was. From a news front, not a, not so uh, great. A little tin, if I'm honest. Uh, Apache creating 300 jobs is almost the uh, main headline. Nice little story in the paper in the Mail News. A Swinford girl, age six, uh, what's her name? Aoife Dunn from Swinford. Uh, she designed and is the winner of an Elvries competition. And so her design uh, was, I believe the alternate kit that was wore for when Mayo played Mead or is uh, or is to be worn so she has won and she has won the competition which includes a, a selection of kits now it strikes me that you know if they're going to make a few thousand off this she probably wants more than a few jerseys but I'm sure she's still quite happy with that as I say Apache uh, have created 300 jobs which leads me into KFC uh, there's a, a story in the Daily Star KFC super fans win a prize. A couple in England are the biggest KFC fans ever, um, and they've even won a trip, trip apparently, to the outlet in Kentucky. Uh, Jessica and Elliot are well known to the KFC employees, having spent a, a whopping 17 grand in the last few years. Apparently, it started on their first date, where when they went to, you guessed it, KFC. And ever since then, the KFC has kept on flowing. 17 grand's worth. I think you go from a super fan to an addict after about three grand. This seems quite quite excessive. I'm sure there's a lot of super fans in AA meetings. Uh, but nevertheless, they are huge fans and they have won um, They have won what they are calling essentially their honeymoon because uh, they're, go they're flying off to Kentucky to I suppose eat more KFC. My only uh, worry is that at some point couples often drift apart and what happens when say Jessica or Elliot decide that they're not really that into KFC maybe one is into Burger King or Supermax or something else and suddenly they have to start pretending yeah I, I still want popcorn chicken when, when they really don't uh, a conundrum uh, Mike Denver He's also in the news, and I'll tell you why he's in the news. He is doing a drive-in. Um, and I, So he's doing a drive-in for uh, St. Nicholas GA Club in Drogheda. Um, and he's uh, bringing a whole band. It's, it's kind of quite a big show. It starts, uh, gates open around 7 on Friday, July 30th. It's going to be a drive-in show. Um, and so Mike Denver, known as the Galway Boy, is one of Ireland's top entertainment, entertainers and a household name. Apparently he's been at the top for about 16 years. Well, uh, he will be appearing, as I say, in that GAA club. And prices, this is what I think are interesting, right? Because, of course, um, it's a drive-in thing, so pricing is a little different. A car with two occupants, right? This will run you sixty nine fifty plus your booking fee. A car with three occupants will get you up to almost 90 quid, eighty nine fifty plus the booking fee. And then a car with four occupants will get you right up to that 199, um, 99 euro and 50 cents plus the booking fee. So, fair to say, Mike Denver's doing, he's doing pretty well and live music potentially getting back to where it once was and on the reopening front Knock Basilica is reopening as they reopen for public masses for the first time in I suppose the last 15 months they are very excited Father Richard Gibbons says they are delighted to announce the return of public masses to the Basilica he said quote as capacity in the Basilica is a maximum of 200 people at each, at each mass 
we are looking forward to welcoming back as many pilgrims as possible to join us for our daily masses at Knox Shrine. Masses take place um, really all the time. But it struck me that quietly the lockdown probably affected what has to be almost a million euro business. You think about all those little stands and all the knickknacks and trinkets that are sold alongside it, you know, candy canes and joke stuff. And you can buy a whole plethora of, you know, Jesus stuff, Jesus shoes, Jesus pencil cases. And quietly, those businesses obviously were shut down for the last 15 months and potentially a multi, a multi-million euro business kind of uh, brought to, brought to a halt. Then in the online news, a vegan is upset. Well, that's odd. It's not like them to be upset or to be in the news. So a vegan woman was left angry and upset after she discovered a rude handwritten note inside her restaurant menu. So I'll uh, just pull it up now. But essentially, she was looking for a menu and um, she said to the staff, yeah, listen, I'm a vegan. Would you mind going back into the kitchen and consulting with people and basically finding me what exactly is vegan approved I suppose within this context so uh, they come back and the um, they come back and they have circled options but also the attendant accidentally drops a note that was uh, obviously written by the, some of the backroom staff and the extent of the note uh, it says the vegan uh, has been circled um, and obviously the beeped word being the beeped word uh, and so this woman is annoyed because it turns out vegans aren't always the most popular people. Other not popular people would be those in charge of the leaving cert, uh, as it's been announced now that September 3rd is D-Day for anybody looking to get into college, which I'd say is a little late, but that's when the results for this year will come out, of course. The, the exams aren't starting for a few days. I think everybody is obviously cramming for those um, tests. I know quite a few people, actually, who just uh, said, no, I'm fine, I'll take the predicted grades. I would hope they'd give us those options. Um, live, live sport, uh, whether it be in person or just over your phone now, is, of course, uh, you know, the front of mind as it comes to the Euros. And for the next season especially, it looks like Live Score, which is a which is a football score update app. You know, you s- see some people and you're having a conversation, and then in their phone they get a beep, and uh, they open it up and they say, "Oh, Man City have just scored." And you say, "Yeah, well, we're not talking about Man City." Well, they have likely pulled it from an app such as Live Score. Live Score have begun their venture into live broadcasting, and it looks like. Uh, they will be the new rights holders for the 2021-22 season all the way up to the 2023-24 season as um, uh, as they will split the rights actually with RTE. Virgin Media are out of the game. It's interesting. We uh, or, uh, Air Sport and now Virgin Media both getting out of the very what was once the very lucrative TV rights game. For, uh, they will they will bring most of the matches, in fact, with RTE having Tuesday night games, 16 Tuesday night matches, while Live Sport are acquiring the vast majority of the others. The only problem with this is that it's on your phone, and they've said, 
you can put it on your TV. But for any tech people out there, they'll know that that is an incredibly arduous process to uh, go from your phone to the uh, TV is a process which, uh, if it doesn't work within the first 30 seconds, people are screaming, people are shouting, people are offering their suggestions, and you just feel like throwing the phone at the wall. So let's hope that uh, no phones are destroyed in the process. Now, the when I said it was a slow news day, I probably neglected to mention the fact that Nathan Carter is almost in cuffs, or was almost in cuffs. He was hosting, and he has been busted, for hosting an illegal rave on Saturday or Sunday night. So it was his uh, birthday over the weekend, his 31st birthday, and officers, the PSNI, raided the house. Um, It's always funny when they're raiding a country musician's house. They raided his house with what they say at least 50 people were present in his home in Lisboa in Fermanagh on Friday night. Um, and apparently he has owned up to it. There was a thousand euro fine issued for the organizer of the event, which they're kind of sidestepping around. I'd say if it's in your house, are you not the organizer? Uh, in, in fact, Nathan Carter said the organizer has paid the fine. But I'm kind of thinking, is it not your house? Either way, uh, the the officers quickly took to Nathan Carter's house and, and shut it down. And obviously, no, I mean... He's pretty famous, so you would have thought that um, that, that there would have been some leeway given. I mean, what, ho- what hope does a community radio host have of doing anything on the sly if a person like Nathan Carter can't uh, get away with anything like this? In the North, obviously, despite um, you know quite a, quite a good COVID situation, they are still being quite vigilant. Um, they raided his house, or rather knocked on the door and said, Hello, Nathan Carter, I'm a fan at 10.30 on Friday night. And as I say, 14 uh, £200 fines were issued with one £1,000 fine issued. And further enforcement is expected. So we could potentially see uh, Nathan Carter in court in the coming weeks. It's difficult to know, but uh, we'll see. To be fair, he is pretty much one of the most loved and sought-after people in the country. So for the last 15 months, to not have the attention of anybody, I'm sure that, you know, uh, it's it's probably been a little bit more difficult than, say, some fellow who plays uh, Mario Kart 16 hours a day. Daniel O'Donnell has really had to suffer. So um, I think, obviously, some leeway should be given to everybody, but there's probably a reason why uh, eventually he did snap, and it was his birthday. That's pretty much all we have from the papers. Um, you know, again, congratulations to Aoife Doherty, who is uh, obviously a designer extraordinaire at that age to those people that are still uh, whatever 17 plus grand into their KFC addiction I hope they uh, seek some help we will be joined a little later on by Cahill O'Boyle he's going to bring us through some of his bizarre music picks because they are often well they always are bizarre he can never just be normal and of course the really interesting fight you've got Floyd Mayweather Floyd Money Mayweather who is by most people's standards pretty much the best boxer to ever do it, or certainly the best boxer in the last 30 years. He is going to be fighting Logan Paul, who is this kind of internet guy, um, you know, quite quite powerful and influential, but he made his, or, you know, he's made his bones and got rose to fame, not in the ring. Uh, he made his bones, you know, making little videos from his room. And so he is now fighting Floyd Mayweather, and it turns out that Logan Paul, the internet star, is the bookie's favourite. So we'll be talking all that more to come. But for now, I think it's uh, time for a little Kanye, and then after that, some Bruno Mars. <laughs> 
And now, live from Studio One in Castlebar, it's the Jack McDonald Show. Yeah, Paul gets a second go of it. I meant to press Gloria Slinger, but anyway, you're very welcome back to the Jack McDonald Show. A plethora of songs played there, a little longer of a song break. Um, our man inside Pan, Carlo Boyle, is not available. He is on another line, according to Vodafone. But nevertheless, the show must continue, and I think on the note of this uh, incredibly interesting and unprecedented, genuinely unprecedented fight between internet star Logan Paul and mainstream boxing icon Floyd Mayweather it's only right that we continue in that vein so essentially Saturday night we'll see in Miami we'll see these two titans go head to head the pay-per-view buys are interesting and they're trending in quite a good fashion especially for Floyd Floyd Mayweather himself is very interesting man I mean as somebody who dubs himself a member of the money team, I believe he's actually the founding member of the money team, he appears to be very poor at managing it. To have to fight at almost 40 or 40 plus is not something you don't want to be stepping in a ring. It doesn't matter how much you love the sport, I think it's fair to say that nobody at that age wants to be even... Pele, when he was 40, he really didn't want to go to America. It was because all his money was swindled away. So anyway, um, we have Floyd Mayweather stepping in, in in Miami, and it's going to make for a very interesting fight. Logan Paul has had his say, and it's fair to say that for somebody who has only had two professional fights, one, one of which he drew, the other, the other of which, the most recent one, he actually lost against another internet star, I think it's fair to say that he's prob- probably overconfident, but this is him speaking only a few days ago on the fight and his thoughts. The Floyd that I'm going to be going in the ring with is not the same Floyd that you guys saw and know and remember. Like, I'm fighting a granddad. Like, he looks old. He's aged. And that's why I laugh when Floyd's like, oh, June 6th, I'm going to knock you out. Like, with all due respect, Mr. Mayweather, what the fuck do you know about knocking people out? It's been a decade. And I, and I even said this on stage. The only thing I kept thinking was, this is the guy. The greatest boxer of our generation. I was looking down. I was like, this is it? Like, underwhelming. Well, imagine that, the greater, greatest boxer of all time lying face down on the canvas after being beaten by a guy whose job for the last five years has to be kind of energetic, like a children's entertainer entertainer online. That's been his job. And imagine if, you know, Mr. Tumblr or any of the old school children's entertainers went and beat up Mike Tyson. That's essentially the modern day terms. It's trending, as I say, in a very good direction money-wise. It will be available, I believe, on Showtime and uh, Sky Sports box office will be carrying it. A truly, a truly, really interesting fight. I believe it should commence quite late Irish time. So if you have little to do or, uh, you know, staying up for fights is always an enjoyable experience. So I'm sure there'll be many staying up to do so. And um, it's it seems like it'll be well worth a watch. But most interestingly, as I, as I mentioned at the start of the show, Floyd is not the favourite. The bookies have put Logan Paul... Again, for the last time, the internet starred the children's entertainer as the favourite. Um, his, his, his experience, his record, none of them put him in pole position to be so. But he is 51% weighted by the bookies to win this. So Vegas has uh, Logan Paul as the favourite. Now, I would speculate that perhaps that's a little rigging of the odds. Or it's simply that the amount of um, people that Logan has been bringing to this fight 
who are just throwing 20 quid on it and going, yeah, let's see what happens. Maybe that is actually influencing it in this nature. It's going to be incredible. You have McGregor stepping into the... Uh, well, he's stepping into the cage in July against, um, I believe it's Dustin Poirier. So in terms of fighting... Oh, and then, of course, you have Deontay Wilder will get his third fight, and I think nobody is expecting anything different in terms of a result, but he will fight Tyson Fury for the third time. Last time, he's seen himself very, very easily taken care of. The time before that, a little more rocky. Remember, that was Tyson Fury's first fight back after being admittedly about to end his own life. He was driving a Ferrari into a, it was a, a bridge and he was just out of it. I believe he was out of it on many different substances. And he's driving at a bridge in a Ferrari and decides to just stop himself from doing that. Balloons up and then ultimately loses all of that weight. Comes back and uh, gets a draw with Deontay Wilder. And then, of course, the next fight he easily takes care of him. Anthony Joshua will also be fighting. He'll be fighting Usyk for, I believe, the second or third time uh, in a similarly anticipated fight, a.k.a. not very anticipated. It is um, kind of a hiccup in the road or a bump in the road for boxing fans who wanted to see Deontay Wilder and AJ take... Uh, or not Deontay Wilder. They didn't see, want to see anything with Deontay Wilder. They wanted to see Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua in um, what was believed to be the Saudis. They were going to fight in the Saudis. That got uh, taken away because of a judge's ruling. So now we will have a, a little bit of a different fight taking place with, of course, those two fights before it. And, you know, a lot hanging in the balance for those. But that's your um, quick uh, update from the world of professional boxing. We will see how the betting takes place. And, you know, it's, it's what they always sell us. It is pretty much 99.9% .9 certain that Floyd Mayweather, the most experienced boxer and one of the greatest of all time, will easily take care of this Logan Paul guy. But we are all tuning in for that 0.1% chance that just maybe, maybe uh, Floyd can finally get his comeuppance because he is, ge he is generally quite an unlikable figure. Um, and, you know, he's kind of money-obsessed, but not in a McGregor way. The McGregor way is a little, a little bit more kind of cocky, but somehow appealing. It's aspirational, I suppose. Whereas Floyd's is... Um, it's, it's almost kind of a, a slap in the face to the sport, at least for the last 10 years. I mean, no boxing fan was happy when it was announced in 2018 that he was going to be squaring up against a Japanese kickboxer to uh, in, on a cruise to uh, he got 10 million for that he bagged 10 million for that and of course those stat those are genuine generally inflated so that could have even been a little less and um, that fight did take place it uh, took I believe something like 40 seconds or a minute and 40 seconds at most it was a very convincing victory for Floyd but to be fair, he was fighting a kid. Anyway, um, that's all from us in the boxing corner of CRC FM. I think it's time for some more songs. A uh, Led Zeppelin one. I, I really like this Led Zeppelin one. Here's Rumble On. The Jack McDonald Show, Monday to Thursday, 10.30 to midnight, all summer. Damon fans and stalkers alike, uh, Matt Damon will be returning to Dorky, but uh, it's via video link. So um, even myself was kind of uh, excited. I thought I might um, 
quickly vox pop him and you know get something for the show but um, unless I fly over to America, that doesn't seem to be the case. He will be speaking at a book festival, at Doki's Book Festival. He will join via video link, of course. He went um, mega viral last year uh, because he was pictured with a super value bag by the um, by the lakeside down in Dawkey. And then I believe a Dublin radio station even managed to snag an interview with him. And it was, it was quite good. But towards the end, what they did was uh, they got in some person that they believed to be a Matt Damon fan. And I believe she was quite a fan. Uh, but they said, now, Matt, uh, we're going to introduce you to a big fan of yours. And so they bring the fan into the Zoom call and the fan gives them nothing. She either isn't a Matt Damon fan... Or she's such a fan, she just can't, she can't get over it. I believe she may have been French as well, so there was a language barrier uh, compounding the whole thing. So, needless to say, Matt Damon, if you're listening, CRCFM would be ever interested in uh, getting a few minutes of your time. Uh, Indiana Jones, um, Mr. Harrison Ford. 80-plus, I believe, at this stage, and he's still ticking along. He it will be appearing in Indiana Jones 5, which will begin filming next week in the UK. Reports are circulating. Now, Steven Spielberg, who is, of course, the creator, really, of Steven Spielberg, along with George Lucas, are the creators of the Indiana Jones franchise. Steven Spielberg will be stepping away from the lens and instead just taking a producer's role with uh, the previous director, James Mangold, who directed Logan. He will be taking his place. Also, a lot of more modern names. You're seeing Mads Mikkelsen, who was in Hannibal, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, of course, uh, Fleabag. If there is especially any women listening, Fleabag's a huge show, uh, BBC, and it trans- uh, transcribed or trans- transcended over to the Atlantic. Um, I think it's kind of a woman in her 20s whose life is a little in disarray, runs a kind of a failing cafe. Anyway, she wrote it herself and it became a smash hit. And then a few other, you know, quite uh, big actors. But it'll be difficult to see a few of those people I I really couldn't see as an Indiana Jones uh, role. And it'll be interesting to see if Harrison Ford is as chipper as ever. Now, uh, back to our music. I was saving these for Mr. O'Boyle, but I believe he is such a gay burn fan that he's probably watching that documentary twice in repeat. So anyway, here is a brilliant number by Bob Dylan's Masters of War. It's just um, excellent. I'm your masters of war. Not mincing his words there, Bob Dylan. Um, just a, a another update in terms of the news, and I swear I'm not obsessed with uh, with uh, with soaps and, and that uh, that style of TV. But uh, and uh, kind of a bulletin coming in here is saying that apparently the long running drama uh, Holby City will be coming to an end in 2022 after 23 years on the nation's screens. The BBC has announced that is the show that it seems like any time you're in the hospital, it is always on. It's I think it's on at one or two, but no matter w- what time you go into the hospital, the whole B city is on, and uh, they never seem to have particularly happy lives. It's uh, I suppose it's a, it's a daytime soap. They're not going to be doing dance numbers, but anyway, here is a little country. I've said before I wanted to spruce up country in in this um, kind of I suppose in this station, but more so just generally. You know, there's a lot of new country that isn't played perhaps as much because it's not Garth or any of the old classics. Here is a guy called Luke Combs with with the song that's it's hard to defend but it does have a nice ballad it's called Beer Never Broke My Heart 
Luke Combs there, uh, Beer Never Broke My Heart. Fair to say he's uh, quite a super fan of beer. Uh, I don't know if he has passed the 17 grand threshold, threshold which we previously established does make you an addict, not a super fan, especially for those KFC people. Uh, but that's a very, very good song from where I'm standing. And I think perhaps a certain market it is playing to. I don't think you're perhaps playing that at a Democratic primary or anything like that. But very, very good. Now, a uh, little kind of a little bit more, more modern and down the line, I suppose. Here's a little bit of Post Malone. The Jack McDonald Show, Monday to Thursday, 10.30 to midnight, all summer. Thank you, Laura. It's uh, also drawing to the conclusion of the show, but it drew to the conclusion of some international friendlies only a little while ago. We saw Belarus play Azerbaijan in a short uh, contest that was followed by few, but it was 2-1 to Azerbaijan. Then, in the action-packed Montenegro versus Bosnia and Herzegovina, it was nil all. Norway, when they faced up against Luxembourg on their home turf, they managed to eke out a 1-0 victory. Then, perhaps the only game worth watching, or maybe one of two, Netherlands versus Scotland finished at a draw, but a two-all draw. Romania versus Georgia. We saw Georgia take the um, lead there with 2-1, and Georgia, of course, being the away side. England, and this isn't a good sign from where I'm standing, only a 1-0 victory against Austria. Germany, perhaps an even worse sign. They're drawing, or they did draw, 1-1 with Denmark. And then France, a 3-0 victory, very convincing over Wales. So, I mean, if you were to make up... Uh, oh, I'm sorry, then there's a World Cup qualification. Um, the Montresaf uh, beat the US Virgin Islands 4-0. The Cayman Islands lost 2-1 to Aruba. And so goes the list. It's always funny that there's uh, the the Ch- the Chilean league, there's Denmark league. There's a lot of actually a lot of football on, but I'm sure not televised. Anyway, that's the latest from the world of sport. Now, um, another another song, Nickelback. I only discovered these a little while ago. A uh, crime, I know. Uh, but here is Nickelback with, of course, Rockstar. Well, that about does it from us here in uh, CRC HQ. We'll be here, of course, tomorrow night. And I think tomorrow night the guest should be good. Um, I think the guest will also hopefully be available. Uh, I'm sure Cahill will have a, a reason why he wasn't around and we'll get him next week. For those, a uh, quick look ahead to what's in store when you wake up tomorrow. Tomorrow is National Egg Day. Um, of course, I think Monday was National Tobacco Day. Well, um, tomorrow, Thursday, will be National Egg Day. So those out there, you can celebrate. Um, and apparently, they're not just for breakfast anymore. Oh, no. Uh, egg lovers will rejoice at the fact that McDonald's offers eggs throughout the day on its menu. So... That's uh, On that positive note, that's about all we have here in studio. Thanks so much for staying with me and, and with us for the last hour and a half, and we'll see you next week. The Jack McDonald Show, Monday to Thursday, 10.30 to midnight, all summer.